Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Yes, it is. Good morning, all y'all. Welcome to my house. It was warm enough the other day. It was time to make some sun tea. Got a couple big jars of it right here. Come on in and sit down. Let me pour you a little glass of sun tea. You sit down right over there. I'll even give up my favorite chair and let you have it. Come in. The door's wide open. You can join the conversation by dialing one 767 We're here to answer any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. From the bottom of the foundation to the top of the roof and anything in between. If you've got a project you're trying to tackle, trying to finish, or thinking about starting, give me a call, one 767 4348. And let me put my um, <laughs> 48 years of building and remodeling in Arizona, let me put that experience to work for you at your house and see if I can't help you in some way with that particular project, maintenance item, repair item, or remodeling project. How about that? Let's get something started, huh? It's awfully popular right now. There's an awful lot of people uh, doing remodeling. It's hard to find a neighborhood where they don't have some dumpster in the driveway and some project being tackled. I think a lot of this two-year lockdown business has kind of driven people to the point of saying, hey, I want my house the way I want it. I'm going to live in it forever. And I, I got to tell you, when you yeah. say that, um, you know, on the way home the other day, yeah. there was a, a home in Paradise Valley that's been sitting in that corner for 40 or 50 years. Yeah. I drove by there yesterday. When you say remodeling, the house is gone. 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 It's completely Beep. destroyed. <laughs> and so they're doing some serious yeah. remodeling like oh, from man, the ground up. Man. You know, I heard, from a, I heard from a young couple who wanted to remodel, and they said, you know, we really can't afford it. But we watched our parents live in a house they weren't happy with forever. So we're going to go out on a limb. And so I, I kind of coached them. I don't like limbs. I don't like economic <laughs> limbs. I really don't. Um, uh, but we're going we're gonna to proceed. We're at, the, we're at the beginning of our earning curve. We both have professional jobs. We, we see a career path that this is going to be acceptable. We want to get the remodel done now. And then I met with a couple that are in their young 80s. And they are considering a significant remodel. And I mean significant. And he looked at me and said, Rosie, are we crazy at this age? And his wife said, no. And the quicker it can get done, the better. I want to enjoy it for every minute I can. So we're full speed ahead on that remodel. Uh, But the emphasis is quicker. So, so, (laughs) yeah. So all generations right now are in in a remodeling mode. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, we've kind of been in our, in our homes uh, kind of a, a lot more than we have been recently. Now, on that news front, and I, I've always I've said for two years, the Rosie on the House show is going to be a COVID 
free environment. We're just not going to talk about it. But I do want to talk about a couple of events that are coming up, and they have been on hiatus. They have not been the last couple of years because of the pandemic. And the Arizona Game and Fish Department next weekend is going to have their first outdoor expo in three years. You have got to stop and consider getting your kids out to the Ben Avery Range next weekend. The Outdoor Expo provides families the experience of hands-on outdoor recreation activities like fishing, recreational archery shooting, and it introduces the public to nonprofit outdoor recreation organizations that offer family events year-round and statewide. Great opportunities, great initiative, great motivator for you to round the kids up, get them in the car, and get them out to one of these events across the great state of Arizona all through the year. So you can start by introducing your family to all the great outdoor activities that the Arizona Game and Fish Department helps sponsor and participate in at the Department Outdoor Expo next weekend, April 2nd and 3rd at the Ben Avery Shooting Range. Now, the other event I want to bring to all of your attention is I have seen in the home building services sector of our economy over the past two years, salaries of good employees that are worth keeping have gone up 20 to 30 percent. If the pandemic did anything to shake up your industry and you're contemplating looking at changing your fields or your careers, the Arizona Register of Contractors on April 27th is going to have a construction science technology apprenticeship fair at Chase Field. You'll be able to attend it. You'll be able to talk to vendors and exhibitors all through the outdoor area of the ballpark and contemplate and hear out what the career paths in each one of these construction services fields could hold for you. And then you can take in a game with the Dodgers. How about that? So that's April 27th. Mark your calendar. We're going to be having the registrar on and visiting about that particular event because we're in a desperate need for recruiting and importing and bringing in all the help we can into the service and construction science industry. Um, I'm, I'm very blessed by having this platform, this show for 34 years. And every once in a while I say things like, uh, Rosie Wright remodeling is growing and we need help. And one of you listeners knows of a married couple in Columbus, Ohio, who have been working as a team in a design-build remodeling company for 20 years that are moving to Scottsdale. (laughs) So who gets to interview them first? They called Rosie. And boy, I'm certainly, certainly blessed and thankful for that. It's It's a platform I hope to always truly respect. But Rosie Wright Remodeling is a little company. Uh, It's growing. It's growing aggressively. We've got a lot of things we want to get done in the next five to ten years, and we're going to need a lot of great people to do it. So if you know anyone, I've quit asking if you know anyone in Arizona, 
Because if you know anyone in Arizona that's in the construction field and they're not working, chances are I don't want them. <laughs> there's, a, there's more work out there than you can possibly imagine. But if you know of someone in the construction, home, primarily the home remodeling and building industry that's moving to Scottsdale, man, I couldn't thank you enough if you've had them call Rosie on the house remodeling because we're looking for great people. Let's see if we can bring in a couple callers. We've got Matt and we've got Stephen. I think Matt made it in first. He made it in by dialing one 767 And I'm a little self-conscious. This may be the Matt I owe a return phone call to. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Rosie. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing good. How could you not on a day like today, huh? It is beautiful. I'm 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 loving this weather. I'm out doing some gardening, and and uh, you you triggered a gardening question when when you and Mr. Peterson were talking in the last segment. Yes. So I'm I'm hoping you can help me. So you guys were talking about filtering the chlorine. I kind of have the opposite um, problem. So I have where my all of my irrigation is fed into. Um, the garden, it comes from the soft water line. And um, obviously I don't want that salt on my garden. And for years I've just been trying to wash the salt down um, with the one hose from the front. But I'm wondering, is there something similar to filtering out the chlorine that I could put just on that, that irrigation side where it goes into all of my valves that would filter out the salt? Or should I consider running a, a line from the front of the house to the back where the irrigation is um, so that it just bypasses the, the water softener altogether. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be your best bet because generally what we do in a whole house water softening program is when we want to take the sodium back out of it, we run it through an RO, and you're not going to want to RO all your irrigation water for sure. I'd bring a, I'd bring a, a city line around the back of the yard and I would just put an activated charcoal filter on it prior to it being distributed to the garden. And now you're delivering chlorine-free city water at, at really a, a very affordable uh, option. Perfect. Okay. All right. I, I've, I've got a plumbing uh, job now added to my to-do list. So. <laughs> well, I think, did you ever did you ever re-divert your pool uh, backwashing? That was a plumbing project. Could you combine the two in one? Ooh. Well, that that's also on the to-do list for okay. the spring before, before okay. I get to the summer to backwash. So, okay. yeah, that, that might be... Uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll combine them and yeah. and get it all done at once. There you you got a trench halfway around the back of the yard already done, and right. then, then you can keep going. And, and Is he still there? <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Oh, yeah, I think you're stunned. <laughs> awesome, thanks so much, Rosie. <laughs> yeah, Matt, appreciate it. And and I know I owe you a return call. I've been doing a little research on that particular item you're looking for, and I will tell you Thursday night about. 6.15, I got a phone call. I think I found exactly what you're looking for. So sorry I didn't get you back on Friday. All right, from there, let's see if we can continue. We've got a full load here. Let's see if we can go to Stephen. Good morning, Stephen. What are you up to today, my friend? Hey, how oh, are you? Oh, wait, Stephen. Uh, uh, wait, listening, Stephen. Listening Stephen. to you and enjoying your show. Stephen, hang on one second. Um, 
I've I've stepped all over Gary D's commercial break here. <laughs> so we're gonna need to go on a short commercial break. But I promise you, when we get back, you'll be the first up. Bringing it back to your two favorite subjects, you and your house, here at Rosie on the House. In the whole month of March, we've been covering windows, and I'm going to get to summarizing everything you should have learned about windows uh, here in this segment, but I promised I'd get to Stephen. But yesterday was March 25th. Uh, Happy birthday, KTAR, our flagship station that we've been on for 34 years, turned 100 years old. The official date is June 21st, but they oh, are... Oh, I heard it was yesterday. Yeah, no, but they're counting down okay. 100 days. So, All right. And, and I might point out, they're not the only ones celebrating a century on broadcasting. WWL New Orleans and WLW Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, three stations have been on the air for a century. Well, it's that's, pretty amazing. That's incredible. There's another special event that happened March 25th. I want to roll back to the year 1978 when Sweet Jennifer said, I do. Jennifer and I celebrated our 44th anniversary. We asked you all for uh, (laughs) restaurant suggestions that I could take my darling out to uh, for dinner. We had a nice dinner, but I I will tell you this, and then I'm going to go to Stephen. I called six restaurants a week ahead of time to get a reservation. And only one had an open table. And just barely open. That place was rocking. That place was rocking. And in fact, they weren't. They didn't have a table open. I left my name and phone number. And someone there knew of us and, and made a table. And so I was especially grateful for that. All right. So, Jennifer, happy anniversary, baby. Happy anniversary. I'm, I'm the luckiest man on the planet. Let's see if we can bring Stephen into the conversation and get to his question about his home. Good morning, Stephen. Sorry to have to put you on hold there, buddy. Hey. How, how can I help you? Uh, this, it's Steve. Um, Rosie, I've been in a house for 25 years. It's a bulky house. It's two-by-six construction. Um, it's got a, uh, a concrete tile roof. It's never leaked the whole time I've been there. The house is in pretty darn good shape getting ready to retire in a couple of years and everybody says, Oh, before you retire, replace your roof. Well, it's not leaking. So what's, what's your suggestion on that? Oh, uh, Steven, this is a very easy question. 25 years old. Um, um, they don't make an underlayment under concrete tile, uh, that is commonly used. That's made to live much longer. Uh, that's going to be a fairly expensive repair. Uh, given you live in Pima County, I would tell you call the Rosie Certified Roofers down there, West Coast Roofing and Lions Roofing, and have them do an assessment of how much life you've got left in the underlayment. I'm going to guess not much. The concrete tile is not your roof. That only sheds the water, but it does not create a watertight environment for your home. You must have the integrity of your underlayment absolute, and you're reaching the end of the economic life. Not not you. <laughs> I didn't mean you, but but your your roof is reaching the end of its economic life. And I would much rather foot that bill when I've still got a paycheck coming in than when I'm living on a fixed income. Get those two opinions, and then I'd be happy to visit with you again and talk you through uh, 
any of any questions you might have. Is that fair? Uh, that's fair. But one more quickie question. My neighbors have been doing their roofs too, and I've seen them pull this picket, this uh, peel and stick uh, underlaying yeah. for the roof, and then I've seen people put on where they've they've tarred. The, uh, the, right. the, uh, the overlays when they put it on. Which, which one would you suggest? That's a great question, Stephen. Virtually every roofer has their favorite form of underlayment. Um, I, I, I think we have seven Rosie certified roofers across the state. I know of four different underlayments the seven of them use. A lot of it has to do with how long a warranty do you want to buy and their particular conviction about which one is best. They make some good peel and stick. They also make some very good torch down, and they also make some very good dry application. It just, you find the roofer you trust and listen to why they like what they like and go from there. Gotcha. I appreciate your expertise and advice. I listen all the time, and you guys are rock stars. Thank you. What? What do you mind sharing? What industry are you retiring from? Yeah, I'm a, a flight attendant for an airline. I merged. Our company merged with another airline, and the union put us at the bottom. So I lost 30 years seniority. So I'm basically going to hang it up in a couple. Uh, that hurt. Uh. That hurt. All right. Well, Stephen, congratulations on reaching the point in your career and your life that you've got the option to do so i'm really looking forward to the day i've got that option <laughs> no i'm not i love doing what i'm doing i don't i don't see retirement ever ever entering my pasture i really don't i have a friend that retired way too early and what was the first thing he said two weeks later this is terrible this i don't have nothing to do oh man i got, <laughs> got nothing to, you, to do so planning for retirement yeah, it does require some, uh, you know, thought there. <laughs> now, when I get back, I'm going to want to talk a little about all that we learned about Windows this month, which has been our topic all month long. And then I've got Mario with an air conditioning question, as well as Kathy who wants to talk about dishwasher order. And we'll get to your calls. I do have to go on another little station break here. I promise I'll be back. It's just going to be a couple minutes, and we'll get to those calls. We'll go to Windows. And if you'd like to join the conversation, you can join it. one 767 On the road. Well, if you're going to see a little bit of the spring flower blossom bloom, better fire up that Sanderson Ford and get on the road now, baby. Had occasion to do a little drive up to the rim and uh, had some beautiful, beautiful roadside flower blossoms along the way, pulling up in that F-150 I've got. Listen, you may have heard, heard stories about how hard it is to get vehicles. Well, go to SandersonFord.com. I'm looking at the webpage right now as I speak. We're looking at 2022 Bronco Sports. You can shop among 13 that are available. 2022 Edge, you can shop among 14 that are available. 2022 Escape, you can shop amongst 37 vehicles that are available. 
Sanderson Ford's got the inventory. One of the reasons they've got the inventory is they've got 64 acres to place the cars as they come in. They've got the capacity for holding the new vehicles as well as great certified used vehicles. Go to SandersonFord.com. You can shop online. You can buy from online. And they will even deliver the car to your driveway. Sanderson Ford the most award-winning Ford dealership in America. All right, let's see if we can get back to the callers. We have several people on hold. Let's see if we can get to them. We can get to, uh, let's get, the, I think Kathy was up first. Let's get to Kathy. She's been very patient. Let's thank her for, for that and see if I can help her with her question. Good morning, Miss Kathy. Good morning, Rosie. How are you? Ah, super fantabulous. I hope you are too. I am as well, enjoying uh, the beautiful weather. Amen. What are you trying oh, to tackle? What is it? My dishwasher. Oh, pardon? What are you trying to tackle? Well, um, we bought this house about two years ago, and it had been flipped and everything done. And But whenever I run the dishwasher, which isn't very often, um, it smells like sewer or stinky stuff coming out of the sink. Uh-huh. All right. Are you on a portable phone device right now that you can walk over to that sink? I certainly am. All yep. right, let's walk over to that sink. Okay. I'm going to have you try something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You've I'm got it. You, you have a garbage disposal on one side of the sink or the other, right? Correct. Okay. Um, with one of your hands, the, the little rubber gasket that goes into the garbage disposal it's called a splash guard, so that when you turn the garbage disposal, it doesn't splash back up in your face. Take, okay. take your hand, and, and how long have you been in the house? Um, two and a half years. Yeah, okay. Take, take your hand and feel how slimy the underside of that splash guard is. Slimy. Yeah. So... They make, yeah. they make, <laughs> sorry about that, <laughs> but we had to do it. Uh, uh, that the underside of those splash guards can get very, very odor offensive. Okay. Um, some they make, you can actually pull out and run through the dishwasher or, or, or take it outside and wash it with hot water. If nothing else, uh, take a sponge, hot water, and get in there and clean it in place as best you can. Take some lemon and some ice and run the dishwasher with the citric acid and lemon juice and ice, and that will also help as well. When the dishwasher drains, it goes out a hose and up above the disposal and then drops back down in the disposal. Every once in a while, food particles can actually back drain down through that tube. So open the dishwasher and make sure where you see that exit port. You don't have a couple little food granules there. You can follow the instructions that you can find online for your dishwasher as to how you um, can sanitize that unit uh, with some white vinegar, and that may help. Has this, this, this um, sewer odor has not been prevalent the whole time you've been in the house. This is a new development, correct? Um, actually, it, it has happened, probably off and on for about the last year and a half. Okay, and you've only been in the house a couple of years. Okay, tell me this. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. going to ask you a bunch of questions that seem completely irrelevant. But Now, uh, okay. do you have a pitched roof or a flat roof? 
Part of it's pitched over the old part of the house, and then the newer part's flat. Where's the kitchen? It's right over the kitchen. Flat. Kitchen's flat. The kitchen's under the flat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is this dishwasher on an island, or is it on a wall? It's on the wall. It's okay. on the south wall. Okay. Um, that wall has what's called a plumbing vent that goes up to the roof. It's probably a two-and-a-half possibly a three inch vent that's a black pipe sticking out through the roof if you could go to the hardware store and just buy a four foot piece of abs pipe and slip it over that that's all you have to do just slip it over that and see if the odor doesn't go away there's a chance that vent is so close to the roof it's backdrafting, and the fact that it's been doing it most of the time you've been in the house, that's going to be num- my number one suspicion. No need to spend any more money or any more effort than put that pipe, just slip it right over it let, it, let it just sit on the roof, but extend it up about four feet, let it get closer to where the cross drafts can catch that exhausting air, and see if we can't create Uh, a a negative draft, negative pressure in your vent system. Generally speaking, that's where sewer odors are coming from, a inoperative vent system. Try those couple things and get in the habit of about every six months cleaning the splash guard on your garbage disposal, and it will help eliminate any offensive odors that can be generated right there. Try those couple things and let me know how it turns out. I wanted to talk a little bit about windows. We've been covering windows all month long, and we do that on our website, rosieonthehouse.com. Many of you have found the website. Um, Many of you have subscribed to our weekly newsletter that comes into your digital email box every Thursday. We don't spam you. We don't hit you with a bunch of other stuff. Just an informative newsletter about what we're going to cover on the show that particular Saturday and a a few features and coupons and things you can't get anywhere else. We've been talking windows and all month. And I want to just repeat a little bit. And then we're going to go back to the calls. We've got several people on hold. Y'all hang on just real tight. I'm going to do this as quick as I can. When it comes to windows, anyone that's promising you a huge saving on your energy bill from window replacement is misleading you. Okay. You will see some savings. You will not see a massive savings. You generally do not. We learned this from the couple Rosie certified window installers and distributors that we had on air this month. Energy efficiency generally isn't the number one reason people are calling for window replacement. It's aesthetics. They're just tired of the way their windows look or some function has quit working. The insulated glass panels have lost their seal and they're stained on the inside of the insulated glass. The door, the window mechanisms don't work. They can't open. They can't close. They can't lock appropriately. They're tired of the inefficiency of the aluminum frames burning a radiator inside their house all summer long. So if your window brand of consideration is promoting 15, 20, 25, 30, even 40% of energy savings, I'm going to tell you, you probably have the wrong window company because if they're making those kind of claims, they're misleading you. If you want to save money on your windows, the very most most important thing you can do is shade them. 
either with trees or with sunscreens. And those of you that listen regularly know there's a very specific way those sunscreens have to be installed, not just anchored and screwed to the aluminum window frame that's there. So let's be careful about who we're using when we're looking at window uh, purchases. Uh, If you are looking for window purchases, we do have Rosie certified people uh, that we trust and respect who have earned the right to live on our website. And I'll tell you this, I've been buying windows and remodeling homes for 45 years. For 40 of those years, I've been a buyer and installer of Pella windows. I'll just say that. Okay, let's go to the phone. We've got several people. How about Margie has an air conditioning question? Or is that Mario? Margie. Hello. Sorry, that's my fault. I was trying to hit the wrong button. Go ahead, Margie. (laughs) Okay, all right. Go ahead, Margie. Okay. Um, Rosie, we um, had our air conditioning checked before the winter or fall season. Okay. And everything was fine. They didn't find anything. And um, it was one of your uh, certified partners there. Okay. And they were very nice. Um, and uh, now I was wondering, do we need to have it checked, or should we have it checked again for the summer? Well, Margie, how is old? Is it necessary, how, or should Okay. We? How old is the unit? Uh, probably 20 years. Okay. There's two units. Okay. On the house. And but another thing, uh, a friend was over one time and we were talking about it. Okay. He said, have you ever had the air ducts cleaned? Okay. You should have that done. And I didn't understand if that's something necessary or... Okay. All right. Or, well, um, do, and, and are, are these all electric or are they gas units? They're electric. Okay. Well, the fact that you had a Rosie certified air conditioning contractor out there servicing it in the fall, I would just call them back and say, did you see anything in the fall that would suggest I should have you out prior to the cooling season? A 20-year-old unit is reaching the end of its economic life. And if if uh, they wanted to come out and look at it again, I'd let them for sure. Now, on the issue of duct cleaning, uh, you have to be very, very careful. Miss Marge, if you've never had it done, it's worth doing. But You have to do it right. People coming out and taking the air conditioning screens or the registers off the wall and sending a vacuum into your ductwork is not duct cleaning. You have to have a you have to have someone that will actually take the air conditioning equipment apart, open the cabinets where the air conditioning cooling happens is called the coils. If you don't clean the coils when you clean the ducts, you're you're not. You're, you're doing nothing. So I will tell you that it will cost you about five to $600 for each air conditioning unit to clean the ducts and the coils and do it right. Two units, you're going to be at $1,000 to $1,200, okay? But if you then replace your air conditioning filter in both units once a month, you will never have to clean those ducts again, not for another 15 or 20 years, as opposed to duct cleaning people that come to you with a coupon and say they're going to vacuum your ducts for $2.99. And then before they leave, they schedule to have you to have them back again in six months or 12 months. 
It's a waste of money. Do it right the first time. Use a paper pleated filter. Replace it once a month. And you won't have to have duct cleaning done for 15 years. I hope that answers all your questions. I certainly appreciate you trusting us with your question as well as trusting our referral network, which is the number one contractor referral network in Arizona for the last 13 years. Thank you, listeners, for that. We work hard to maintain your trust, to earn your trust as well as maintain your trust. We got back. When we get back, we've got Roger and Kathy. Making our way through the questions you Arizona homeowners have about your house, home, castle, or cabin here at Rosie on the House. It's what we've done for 34 years, and we're going to be doing it for another 34 years. Let's bring Roger into the conversation. Good morning, sir. How can we help you today? Good morning, Rosie. Uh, We're from the Midwest. We moved out here about 22 years ago, and we have a house here that... uh, has no roof venting. It has, does have the small vent in between each rafter. Uh, I've got half flat and half peak. I've got a peak over my family room and over the garage. And I was wondering if I should put a vent in the peaks of each each peak part. Well, <clears throat> what's the roof material on the peaks? It's a uh, tile roof. Okay. And... There are no whirly birds up there, and there are no dormer vents installed? No, sir. No, sir. Just, okay. just the venting on the each under the eaves, sir. So you've got bird blocking with holes that are screened going yes. into, the, into the space, but you don't see yes. any exit vents? No, it just has them on each side of the house. The ga- gable, gable, what we call gable end vents? Yes. They're, they're triangle shaped up at, at the very top? That's what I'm asking, if I should put them in or not. Well, if you've got the bird blocking vent below, Roger, we've, there's some place. When, when was this house built? You've been in it 22 years. How, how, when was it built? Well, it, it was, it's about 50 years old. It was built, built in the early 70s. Okay. Um, it, it, when it was built, it had some place for that air to vent. Now, I don't know if the tile roof was original or that's been added, but somewheres, is it, when I go inside the house and I'm underneath the vaulted part of the ceiling, uh, uh, the vaulted part of the roof, is the ceiling vaulted to, is this what we call a scissor truss or when I walk into that part of the house, is the ceiling flat at eight feet? The, the family room has uh, got the truss up, and the garage is flat. And 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 where, and that's that's underneath the peaked roof. They're flat. The ceilings are flat. In the garage, but in the garage it's flat. But in the family room, it's peaked. It's peaked. It's vaulted. Okay, okay. So that's a, that's probably a scissor truss situation back in the 70s it may have even been conventionally framed but somewheres roger that home was built to exit that air uh sometimes and it wasn't done very often in the 70s 
we had what was called an invisible vent where you, you really had to know how to see it, but it's underneath certain tiles and the tiles are lifted up just a little bit. Um, let me do this. I'm going to, I'm going to put you on hold. Jennifer is going to get your actual address and then I'm going to Google earth your address and see if I can't tell you where to look for those. But yes, if you have the venting down below, you are going to definitely want to have some vents above. And if the tile roof doesn't need to be replaced and the underlayment is still good and we've still got lots of years left of that, then two gable invents would be what I'd recommend you consider. But let's let, let me let me look at it a little more and see if we can't find something there. I'm, I'm not going to have time to take Kathy or Mike right now. If y'all will hold or if you want to or if, if Jennifer can get your number, we can call you right back. We're going to be taking a break here for bottom of the hour or top of the hour where we get caught up with the news around the block and around the state and around the world. And then we come back for hour three. But I wanted to just go in in this one topic that I've mentioned before. We're now beginning to see festivals and fairs that have been on hiatus on hold the last couple of years now returning. Uh, the Tucson Festival of Books is a perfect example of being on hiatus a couple of years. Then they had it a couple of weeks again, weekends ago, and everybody, everybody was wearing a smile down there. Uh, and it turned out a huge crowd. We're going to be at the Saba Home Show coming up here in a couple weeks, the second weekend in April. We'll be down there live. We'll be doing some stage demonstrations on what Arizona homeowners do wrong. Okay? And we'll have some props. We'll be demonstrating. If you're in the Pima County area, uh, drop into the Tucson Convention Center. As a matter of fact, if you want free tickets, just um, email us at info at roseyellnhouse.com. We've got a, a good number of free tickets we can distribute to our, our listeners and our loyal Rosie on the House newsletter subscribers. We'll get you some tickets, get you in the convention center free. The parking is always free. And uh, we'll be on stage doing demonstrations two of those days. Feel free to come up and introduce yourself. I'm, I'm always so grateful. The book festival was just tremendous. People walking up to the booth and just telling me, you know, Rosie, I've been clipping your articles in the Arizona Daily Star for 10 years. I know, Thanks a million for doing that. But do you know, you can find them on the Internet. They're all stored and archived on our website, rosieonthehouse.com.